So what would happen if aliens contacted Earth? Well, for decades, scientists have been listening out for messages from space. Organizations like SETI, the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence, analyze unusual radio signals to try to catch potential transmissions from an intelligent alien civilization. But then, what would happen if they actually heard one? Well, Dr. John Elliott has thought a lot about that. He's with uh, the uh, UK's Leeds Beckett University and a member of SETI's post-detection task group. He's on the line this morning to tell us more about that. Doctor, nice to have you. Hi, you're good to be there. Tell me what the task group would do. Well, having confirmed that we've got something really interesting, <laughs> we then got to see what it is, and then really it's a think tank for seeing what we've got to analyze the phenomenon and then from that disseminate the information around. So the protocols are always in a sense of being transparent, letting people know what we're doing and what we've got. But it's people that are looking into areas that are particularly relevant to dealing with decryption like myself, looking up the message and understanding what it could mean or what type of message it is to understanding how we can tell people in a sort of credible way mm -hmm. so that your message can get out there to everybody. So how many times, uh, let's say in the last 25 years, has your task force, your task group, had to get together to consider something that has been picked up? No, we've not really at all, to be quite honest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, we've there's constantly getting, we get constantly get hits in the sense of there's candidate things flying around that we have to um, look at and then say, well, we haven't got enough evidence for, so they could be nothing, you know, nothing at all. We've had the wow signal, which is well known to everybody. The wow, the, yeah. the wow signal. Yeah, the wow signal from uh, decades ago that mm -hmm. somebody wrote wow on it <laughs> when it came out on a teleprinter. Um, but the uh, basically we get. Uh, candidate sort of uh, signals like that quite often it's just a matter of there's not enough um, evidence there to say that it's something interesting that we can move on from but the task force itself is to look at something when we have real evidence that it's come from somewhere that's nothing to do with us and there must be some intelligence behind it being sent how would you know that that you had something uh, I'm just thinking in terms of our technology, if it came from a civilization who's technologically advanced, yeah. uh, how would we know? Well, a lot of it to do is patterns. Um, first of all, we've got, to, um, we've got to look at the structure of the signal and that's the, how it repeats, how the patterns interrelate. If you think about us talking, mm -hmm. we're using words which are patterns, the sounds that we know what they mean, and we put them together so... Um, the hearer can understand what the speaker's meaning. And um, it, you can move from that, that any information that's exchanged between one thing and another, doesn't matter even if it's just animals, they're communicating, have to package that information up in a way that uh, it communicates um, usefully so the other, the other thing, the other person or um, the other animal can actually know what that information is to make use of it. And it's looking at the patterns within that. Um, and by using particular mathematical models that I've developed 
another and adapted uh, that uh, you can actually unpick all that and then from that begin to try and put it back together again so in a sense it's a bit like you, you've realized you've got a jigsaw puzzle you found all the pieces now you could try and put it back together again now, I, I don't have to tell you that there are uh, many, many people who believe that um, aliens have already made contact and uh, are, are um, interacting with uh, humans on, on some level uh, every day. What, do you, what are your thoughts about that as a scientist? Uh, I, try, I try to ignore it <laughs> in a sense that the vast tracts of space, um, I mean, everyone, I think, appreciates how vast... Um, the universe and even our galaxy is out there. So getting from another habitable zone, another planet somewhere, obviously we haven't been able to detect and come across vast tracts of space just to come here and buzz us, move around um, and do something that's covert just just doesn't add up for me. Um, if you think about the Milky Way, I don't know if you know any did, but it's at least 100,000 light years across. Mm-hmm thousand light years thick and with um at least 100 billion galaxies out there um so you know even our little corner of the universe is vast and um it's unlikely that all the time trouble and energy for advanced civilization to come what must be a far less advanced civilization to observe them um, is a wholly unlikely scenario for most of us, to be quite honest. Um, I was going to say, when you look at when you look at the, um, I, I suppose it's still uh, very much theoretical. But when you look at, at some of the um, avenues that uh, open up through quantum physics, quantum mechanics, oh, yeah. when, they, when they talk about you know a, a, an object being in two places mm. at once, and all of the, um, you know, I guess cutting edge, but out there. Uh, theories. I mean, is there is there the potential there uh, for us to uh, to reshape the way we think about uh, the universe and and how perhaps in the future we might uh, move around it? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't want to come across as some <laughs> narrow-minded by any means. I mean, there's one thing you've got to do is consider all possibilities when you're in this uh, particular uh, part of science. Um, we have to be very robust in our analysis, but you're right that um, there, there, are, there will be there's possibilities out there that we have not been able to consider even. Yeah. And if they can utilize that because they're billions of years older than their own civilization, then yes, that may well happen. But even if they do come here, um, I'm not convinced about the covert operation. Yes. <laughs> but yes, you're right. The science, um, you just have to go back just a few years and there's many aspects of science that um, we thought were science fiction, but now are science fact. Dr. Elliott, we appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much for coming on our uh, program. It's my pleasure. And your weather just sounds like we have it in York. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of similarities. Oh, yes. <laughs> Dr. John Elliott, he's with uh, Leeds Beckett University in the UK and is part of SETI's post-detection task group. Uh, so far, they haven't... Uh, actually met to analyze anything, so I guess that's a good thing.